Hello, this is Maurice Harker. What you're about to listen to is a clip from my Spiritual Psychology Masterclass. This is an online webinar classroom where you learn to harvest vital, life-changing psychological concepts from the words of the prophets. Enjoy what you listen to, and I'll check in with you again when you're done. Dark and dreary. Now, what is this vision of? Um, There's another place where we hear a similar phrase. Some of you are familiar with the phrase, lone and dreary world. I'll let you remember where that phrase comes from. One of the sad, uncomfortable parts of doing my job as a therapist and with talking with others is sometimes the hope, thanks to celestial orientation, is how can we do this, that, and the other so the world will be a happy place to live? How can I do this, this, and what can I say? What can I do? What can I change? How can I talk to this person? How can I talk to that person so we will live in a happy and uplifting world? I want to celebrate your ambition, but according to Lehi and our sacred ceremonies, we are on a dark and dreary planet. And even to the point, he goes from wilderness, then he goes a dark and dreary waste. Really? That doesn't, that doesn't improve the image. Okay, really? Wilderness to waste? And then he walks for many hours in darkness. My first, when I first studied this closely, I was in inner city Detroit as a missionary. And so my first thought was they were just talking about the city. But then as I looked around, like, there's a lot of unpleasantness around me, people saying mean things, people gossiping, people misunderstanding, people coming to the wrong conclusions about each other, people saying harsh words, people not being careful with their words. Shall we go on? It seems like everywhere we go, someone's doing or saying something that makes things more difficult. For me, the concept of preparing for expectations, if you know it's going to rain, you can make a nice day of it, okay? You put out, get the umbrella out, put on the galoshes, go splashing in the water, put a boat in the gutter. I know all you ladies, first thought, boat in the gutter. That's the first thing we do when there's rain, right? Jump on the trampoline while it's raining. That's fun too. Wait, I'm still having flashbacks when I was a kid. There's lots of things that we can do. If we expect rain, we can make the best of it. If we expect snow, we can make the best of it. If we expect wind, we can put up windmills. If we expect the environment to be dark and dreary, that's not a negative thought, okay? That's just preparing for things as they are. Okay, it's dark and dreary. I'm gonna have to bring a flashlight. I'm gonna have to bring candles. I'm gonna have to bring firewood. I'm gonna have to bring something to make it warm. It's not depressing, It's just something you get ready for, right? But if you're expecting it to be lovely and delightful, you might leave your campfire wood at home. If you're expecting things, everyone to be nice, you might not bring enough durability with you. So please, when you read this phrase as dark and dreary, don't think of them as something that's depressing, all right? Just think about it as I'm going to have to bring extra light. I'm going to have to bring extra candles. I'm going to have to bring extra firewood to make things warm and bright. So that way you don't have to get bothered by it. In fact, this guy who shows up in verse five, I saw a man, he was dressed in a white robe. He brought his own, like, I'm assuming like in my imagination, it was like a glow in the dark robe. Okay. The light shining robe kind of put some light. Am I overdoing that one? Or is that just my own imagination? Beheld myself that I was in a dark and dreary waste. Okay. Now the translation of that for me is 
I find myself feeling completely clueless and having no idea what's going on around me. I have no idea what to do about it. I don't know if I should turn to the left or to the right. Should I keep moving forward? Should I hold still? Again, a common satanic attack in those situations is, and you're the only one who's feeling that way because you're slow, you're dumb, you're, uh, you don't catch on like other people do. What Lehi is portraying here and encouraging us to hold on to is, this is a normal human experience. There's nothing unusual about finding yourself confused, finding yourself in over your head. Uh, I don't know what I'm doing. And I'm greatly relieved actually by verse eight when he says, and I traveled for the space of many hours. Well, I'm having flashbacks of when I was a kid in scouts and having to uh, hike in the dark to a place to camp when they get ready. And it was, what was interesting is we set up camp and, and then it was time for night games. <laughs> And we were at a place in Southern Utah where we didn't, I don't know that our leaders actually knew the, the place very well. They just knew of it and they hadn't scouted it out beforehand, but we played night games all night. Um, well, not all night, but <clears throat> then we woke up in the morning and realized where we had been playing and hiking. And there was a big, huge cliff, uh, had a cave, like a cave underneath it. And it's a miracle that none of us were None of us went off that cliff. We didn't, we didn't see it. Not, I don't know that we, any of us had flashlights, but uh, just the, the light from the fire. But it was, it was kind of scary to wake up and realize. I know the leaders were scared stiff. <laughs> um, the rest of us just kind of went on as boys. But that's kind of scary to realize you had been walking in this really dangerous place and not even knowing it. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. So the first message I hope that we all receive on this um, is just plan on bringing your own light. I know at scout camp when I was young, you know, oh man, I forgot to bring a flashlight. Did anyone bring an extra flashlight? <laughs> okay. I don't really, we even have the whole, um, the parable of the 10 virgins where they each had to bring their own light. Hello, Maurice Harker here again. You've just finished listening to a clip from the Spiritual Psychology Masterclass, where you learn to harvest vital, life-changing psychological concepts from the words of the prophets. Please continue listening to the other podcast episodes where you will have access to many, many more principles. But when you're ready for a big, thick chunk of this educational material, please uh, follow the link that's attached to the text connected to this podcast and you will be given instructions on how to register for the class where you can spend an hour each week sitting with me and learning how to harvest psychology from the words of the prophets. I look forward to seeing you then.